Blog Talk Radio. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's that special time once again for the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. And it will be airing live momentarily. This is that place to ask those special questions about PCs, technologies, with your computer, iPhone, and those smart devices designed to work at home and in the office that's supposed to make life easier. We welcome your questions tonight. And please help me welcome the CEO and founder of the Jaymore Connection, Inc., and the star of tonight's show, Mr. John C. Morley. Check us out more at jmor.com. Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It's a pleasure once again to be with you tonight. Today is uh, Monday night, as always. And we are actually in the month of August. Can you believe this? And it is the second Monday of August. And as I mentioned to you last week, I gave you a teaser, which I don't normally do, but I gave you a teaser because I wanted you to get some kind of an idea about what we were going to talk about in this show and uh, kind of get you a little riled up for it. So as you know, we're going to be talking about Skype. Now, last time we talked about how you can get Skype, you can just go to Skype, S-K-Y-P-E dot com, which incidentally was not too long ago bought out by Microsoft. So things with Skype have changed uh, a little bit, and we'll talk about that as we go along. So there is a little option up there that says sign in. You don't need to sign in. You can actually go right to where it says downloads, and then you can go to get Skype for Windows. And if you click on Get Skype for Windows, you'll get a little box that pops up and says Skype Setup.exe. And then you'll install it. And if you're using it on um, a typical, uh, let's say, a typical uh, computer, let's say you're using it on Windows 7, you're going to need to make sure that you run it as the administrator. That's very important. So what is Skype? Well, we're all familiar with using cell phones probably by now or using a telephone at least. Skype is a piece of software that will allow one person to not only talk to someone from one computer to another computer for free, as well as also video chat with one computer person with another computer person. And, of course, you can't forget the good old reliable texting or chatting. And that's also a part of Skype. So when you install Skype, you're actually going to be prompted to create uh, an ID. If you haven't created one, you'll have to go online and just create an ID. And once you create an ID, then you'll be able to uh, sign into Skype, which, again, that's completely free. And you don't have to give it any credit card or any information if you don't want to. It's just so that you can have an account on Skype and so that people can actually find you. That's really what, uh, you know, that's really what Skype, uh, Skype is about. Now, when you install Skype, you're going to have some options. Now, if you don't have a laptop, you probably will have some type of a um, computer or desktop that you have, or perhaps maybe you're using your mobile phone, which is perfectly fine. Now, if you're using your mobile phone, or if you are using your uh, laptop, pretty easy. First of all, you can download the Skype app at the um, 
at the uh, iTunes store or the Android store. Again, it's an app. You would not be using the program. If you're using a laptop or a personal computer, desktop, you're going to be using the Skype application from the website, as I had just mentioned to you. Now, Skype, because of the way it works, it takes advantage of your multimedia capabilities. If we're using the app, it's going to ask you permission to be able to access your um, microphone and your camera on your device so that you can basically chat with people. Now, what generally happens in Skype, which is kind of, kind of unique, actually, when the program starts up, um, it actually asks you a couple things. It asks you, um, you know, what you're going to be doing, such as uh, it will come online and it's going to ask you to take a little picture of yourself. And you can take a picture or you can upload something. And this way, uh, people can actually find you if you have your settings set that way. And we'll talk about that a little bit more. So now, installing Skype is very, very easy. It uh, probably takes under five minutes by the time you download it, give a broadband connection, and you install it. It's very, very quick, very, very easy. But what do you do if you have a top computer? What is the correct kind of uh, camera, if you will, uh, for Skype? What, what, what would you recommend? Well, you know, that's a great question. You know, and I'm going to um, refer to a couple here. Logitech has uh, some great cameras uh, that are actually designed to work really, really well um, with Skype. Now, they have a, a regular Skype camera you can buy, and I'll go over that in a second. And then they have a Skype for business, which is more like a conferencing-type solution for business. But let's just talk about some of the basic uh, cameras you can get. So, for example, uh, you can get a Logitech um, all-in-one camera microphone for under $60, it's an HD webcam. Remember, we talked about uh, HD webcams in the past, and HD versus, um, remember, we talked about SDA. HD is going to give us that crisp quality picture that we want and that great sound. So you're probably saying to me, okay, John, you know, what, you know, what, what are the cameras are there? Well, you know, that's a great, that's a great question. Um, but I guess the thing you have to understand is that you really don't need to get anything crazy. Now, the one I typically like for is, is called the Logitech HD Pro Cam. It's actually the C920. It's a little bit under $100. I like it because uh, the way it's designed, it has a little arm on it. You can clip it on the back of your monitor. Very easy. Uh, very, very simple. It allows you to manage high-quality video calls in 720p HD. That's important. And it provides a lifelike stereo audio for calls. Now, the uh, 720p video, 1280 by 720 pixels is supported on most instant messaging systems, so that's great. So it makes things really easy, really sharp, and uh, it'll work with pretty much any kind of computer that you have. And the nice thing about the Logitech uh, camera, uh, a lot of them do this, but the thing I like about it is, again, is how you have the, the, um, the nice look and feel of the camera. Uh, most of the cameras do come this way. It has the USB on it, so all you do is plug it in. Um, the driver pretty much recognizes automatically. It's already built into your operating system. If not, you can go to Logitech.com and download it. And more than likely, um, it's going to auto-recognize in Windows 7 as well as in um, uh, Windows 10. 
What I really like about the HD camera is that, again, it has this nice little clip that you can put right on your monitor, and um, it has what they call a nine-point autofocus for crisp, sharp images, and it just works really, really well. Now, not only do you have – you could use it sitting on your top of your monitor and just clip it in there really nice and easy, and it just stays there. You don't have to, like, hope it's going to stay and not fall. It really stays if you put it there, which is great. And it's not that heavy, and if you need to take it off your monitor for a second, you can, so you could get to a different image or show something. Very easy, very, very simple. That's the one I recommend to you is the Logitech HD Pro Webcam C920. Um, again, there are other cameras out there that you're going to see. Uh, for example, they have uh, another camera out there uh, that actually is the Logitech uh, they have the Logitech TV uh, camera series, as you probably see. Uh, so the TV Cam HD for Skype calls is kind of cool because um, what that basically does is it actually can be put on the top of your um, TVs, HDs, and it can work with many of the, the Skype apps, which works really well and programs for your TVs. But the Logitech uh, 960-000922 um, is great. Um, it's a TV Cam HD for Skype calls on HD TVs. Uh, it's brand new, and again, it's typically great. So if you have those TVs and you download the Skype app, you're off to the races, and you're talking about under $160. Now, if you want to get something a little bit higher end, which you don't need to, but if let's say you're using this for business, hypothetically, and you were using Skype, um, you could get the Logitech PTZ, which stands for Pillow, Pan, Tilt, and Zoom, which comes from the security uh, nomenclature from cameras, how we would – uh, pan, tilt, and zoom. That's how the old analog cameras are done. It's still how the digital cameras are done as well. And there's a CC3000E. It's a standalone camera. It talks right in, uh, hooks right into Skype. Drivers work really great. And you can actually control the camera with a remote control. So the PTC is the perfect, easy, it's very affordable conference camera. I mean, where can you find a conference camera that's going to give you pan, tilt, and zoom for under $900. I mean, I think that's like phenomenal. Um, the other nice thing about it is that you don't have to worry because it has uh, a 90 degree field of view with a 10 time uh, lossless zoom, which is great. It's a Carl Zeiss certified lens in it, which is really great. And you have a remote control 260 degree pan uh, on the viewing. So you can get close ups, whiteboard details, very, very crystal clear. And you're going to get full HD 1080 quality. Now, notice the difference between what I told you before with the other camera, which was great, but that camera wasn't giving you the 1080, okay? So, again, a couple little benefits. Again, you don't really need the 1080, but if you're doing something for business, this is just a really, really nice, sweet camera. It's a very small base, and I just wanted to let you know that this camera is out there. It's very easy to use. Um, it's also compatible not only with Macs, but it's also compatible with PCs. So, for those of you, um, that had a question. I know there were a couple questions in the chat room just before, and you're probably saying, can I use uh, Skype for the Mac? And the question is, absolutely, you can use Skype for the Mac, and it's very, very similar to Skype for Windows. So you have H.264 with SVC, UVC 1.5 technology, so you can free up your laptop's bandwidth by putting the video processing um, brain, if you will, right within your camera. So you're going to see a smoother, um, sharper video stream without having to tax the resources of your computer. I think that's really, really great. 
Um, there's also multiple mounting options for it. Um, you can do things like far-end camera control, operate camera pan, tilt, zoom. Um, works really great. And, uh, again, there's software from the Logitech um, site that works great. You can update. Again, I think it's just a great little uh, device. It makes life really easy, especially if you're going to be using it for business. Uh, they actually have uh, a great thing about it is that when you plug it in and you set it up, it's just really, really simple. Now, there are other cameras out there, okay, uh, that are going to be ranging in pricing. But the thing about the Logitech camera is you're getting a camera for, in most cases, under $900 in the $800 range or sometimes even a little less than that. Now, most of the other cameras that you're going to see on the market are going to start $1,500, $3,000 and up. And don't get me wrong, they're really, really nice cameras, okay? Um, you know, then there's also the Zoom Room with Logitech PTZ system where they have it linked to Classroom and there's other things that you don't need to get that. Even for business, you'll be perfectly fine with something like the camera I'm recommending. Uh, the nice thing about this camera is it's very flexible, it's very easy to use, and ladies and gentlemen, it just works. Um, I think that's great. You know, you just plug it in. And it works. There's not a lot of configuration to it, and it works very easily and nice with Skype. And it also can work with some other type of uh, applications that you may have at your um, corporate business office. So again, I want to just give you a little bit of an idea of how um, you know communication works. So if you don't have a video camera, you can go out uh, obviously and get one either online or what have you. And the nice thing about it is that. If you didn't have a camera, yes, you could still do audio. That, that's correct. It would, the program would actually still work, no problem, but you're going to miss that, uh, that other uh, perception or sensory. So you know how we have, like, uh, sense, such as we have vision, we have taste, we have touch, feel, okay? Well, you're missing one of the senses. You're not getting to see the person. And it's great to see the person because maybe they want to collaborate. Maybe they want to show you something. And I think that's just really great. And I think it's really powerful how, you know, you can use something like this. And remember, this is all free. Once you get this equipment, I mean, you're pretty much off to the races. There's not a lot that you have to do. Um, some of these cameras, you just plug the USB in. And uh, some of these higher-end cameras, like I mentioned with the PTC, actually have an extra uh, AC adapter. You plug in the wall. Very easy. Again, very, very simple. So now you know that to use Skype, you really need to have a good quality video camera. You don't have to go nuts. You can buy the camera I told you for around $50, $60, or you can spend a little more money for a little under 100 bucks and get that nice HD camera that I told you about. And that's the one I'd recommend going with because, you know, you're not going to buy this every day. And the Logitech HD Pro webcam is just a great option. And I think you just, you just won't be sorry with it if you're going to do um, – um, any kind of conferencing, um, you know, and, and you're going to find, believe it or not, you're actually going to find the Logitech C920 now. It was, it was actually listed of around 100 bucks. Um, some places um, are going to say that it runs around 89 with some of the discounts, but there's some of the superstores you'll find it around 62.99. So you're saying to me, John Mulchie, is that the latest camera? And uh, I'm glad you're asking me that question. Because, you know, the Logitech HD Pro camera, so we have the C, you have the C920 we talked about, and then they have the Logitech uh, one for TVs, which we talked a little bit about that as well. 
But if you are on a budget and you're trying to just get something very cheap and basic, you can pick yourself a Logitech HD webcam C615 for probably under under $37, and it will do all you probably need to do. Great little camera. Keep in mind that the other camera have some cameras have some better lenses on them. And uh, the other nice thing is that I found is that the clip is just great. And looking at some of these other cameras, they're nice, but they seem to hold on as the one I told you for the the hundred dollars, the uh, HD, uh, the HD camera, which was the Logitech HD uh, C920. And like I said, you could pick that up probably for under under seventy bucks now. It's it's really come down. So again, just giving you just a little bit of an idea of, of what's going on, what we're doing. And I know Brian's giving me that signal, and it seems like we've got to go to a quick break. But you stay where we, right where you are because we have a lot to cover. We have a lot of great information about Skype, how you can save some money, how you can use it. So stay right where you are, and we'll be right back after this quick break. For IT services and data destruction, the J. Moore Connection should be your direction. Engineer technology to grow your business. Our custom solutions are at your service. JMOR should be your direction. The J Moore Connection. Welcome back, everyone. So we were talking a little about Skype. We talked about how to configure it. So let's talk about how to use it, okay? When you launch Skype the first time, it's going to do a little bit of a, a calibration test on your camera and your microphone to make sure everything's working properly. Once you've launched Skype, you're going to see that you have a uh, Skype drop-down, a context menu, conversation, call, view, tools, and help. So in the Skype menu, you have something that says online status. Now, notice you have something that if you just signed on to Skype, you are going to be showing the little icon at the top that has the little green check mark. That means that you're actually online. So Skype has actually one, two, three, four, five, actually five uh, different statuses. One would be online, away, do not disturb, invisible, or offline. And the online is denoted by the circle with the, uh, the check box, the check mark. The away is noted by a little yellow uh, symbol there with a little um, – little uh, symbol inside there that's the yellow one away and then the do not disturb is like the do not enter sign it's just a red circle with a um, white dash in it do not disturb invisible is a circle with a white inside it and that means that you're online but you're invisible nobody can see you and offline means that you're offline and then call forwarding if you set up other services of Skype so we have something here called online status. So by default, you will be online when you sign in. The profile you have, you can go to change your picture. You can browse a picture. You can take a picture um, all right from this menu. Very easy. Very, very simply to do. I think you'll find this to be very interesting and easy because you can even go back to previous pictures and pick those, and it will work really, really well for you. So that's one thing I want to tell you about is setting up your profile picture. And I do recommend using a good profile picture. Uh, this way people can find you. Um, again, when we talk about the privacy settings. So you have something here called profile. We had picture, we have change sounds. Now in the change sounds, we can basically do things like um, 
we can go to where it says, like, notice we have general. Uh, so under sounds, we have something here that says, like, ringtone. And we can actually import custom sounds of files or Skype files. And we can associate different, different uh, sounds. For example, uh, of a ringtone, uh, a Skype ringtone. If we play, like, the modern as a default, that's the Skype uh, typical ringtone. Then we have dial tone. That's the Skype dial tone. A busy signal. That's the Skype busy. Let me play it again for you. That's the busy signal. We have call on hold. Okay. You have to listen there. Resume call. You can hear it was very, very light. Connecting the call. That's always been kind of fun and interesting because it's like that it's kind of like the ringing and connecting. That's what that basically is. Hang up. That's the hang up sound. Very, uh, no guessing with that. The knocking sound. They couldn't connect. Network problem. So you can change any of these very, very easily. And I did that all by just going into Skype. And then I went into profile and then I went into change sounds. Now, where it says um, Skype, and it says profile, and it says change sounds. Notice there's some other stuff on that menu. So we have sounds, we have uh, general, where I can do things such as when I double-click on a contact, start a call, show me. Uh, as always, I've been inactive for X minutes. Um, start Skype when I start Windows. Show profile pictures. Uh, audio settings. Uh, what's my audio current settings? What's my speaker? What am I using? Am I using the the built-in audio, like mine happens to be the HP Realtek, or am I using uh, am I using something else? Um, so again, uh, that's basically, what I, in fact, mine, we had microphone array, and then we actually had the Realtek hands-free mode speaker, so that's what I was using for my speaker. Um, then you can have your ringing. Do you want your ringing to go through your speakers, or do you want to go through your high-definition audio or your other audio system? So you can, you can change those options. You can also go to change advanced options, and you can play around with the microphone, the speaker rays, et cetera, if you want to do that. Video settings. Uh, change your picture profile. Webcam settings. So here's where you can adjust the uh, brightness, contrast, hues, reds, greens, blues, et cetera, the balances. And again, just kind of telling you where this is, the Skype Wi-Fi. If you enable Skype Wi-Fi, uh, you'll be able to make calls through Wi-Fi. And um, you have to have that check for that option to work. Skype Translator, if you have it enabled. That'll work. Privacy. So this is very important. Allow calls from anyone. I typically have it set to only people my contact list only. So that means in order for you to contact me on Skype, I have to invite you. Um, you can request to talk, and you know, you can request it and I can deny it, but I have to invite you or you have to request and then I have to either accept or reject. So I have it for people my contact list only. Allow calls my Skype number from anyone. So allow calls from anyone, allow calls to. So, for example, we know what the from is. The to is I can call anyone I want. Or do I want to block calls and the phone number is hidden or phone numbers only in my contact list only? So I recommend that allow calls to my Skype numbers from should be anyone. Allow calls from, depending on how secure you want to be. If you want people to find you, then I would do anyone. I typically don't want people to be just finding me and calling me, so I put it in the uh, people in my contact list only. 
automatically receive video and share screens with, now this is important, anyone, peel my contact list, or no one. So automatically receive video and share screens with. So if you say automatically, uh, anyone, anyone will be there. If I say no one, then it will not automatically receive video and share screens. You actually, it has to be prompted. People in my contact list only, okay? So that's another way. So if they're in your contact list, you pretty much, when you accept, it's going to accept um, video and share screens. But be careful with that, uh, especially if you're getting changed and using this and not really sure when you're answering a call. So I just would be careful if you're not sure. You can leave it on no one, and you can always enable a video call or not enable a video call when you choose to answer. Allow IMs from anyone. Again, do you really want IMs from anyone or people in my contact list? Should I keep the history forever or should I only keep the history for one month or whatever, whatever have you, okay? Accept Skype browser cookies, clear Skype cookies, so you can delete certain Skype data just like you would on the, on the website to just track certain information about you. Allow Microsoft target ads, including use of Skype profiles, agents, and gender. Um, I have that turned off. So block content. Uh, these are people that maybe you wanted to block. Uh, block contacts stop someone from contacting you. So if they are on your blocked list, guess what that means? That means that they cannot contact you. No matter what they do, they cannot, cannot, cannot contact. So you can prevent a person from contacting you by selecting their name from the list below. If you say unblock the person, then they are on, then they are, um, then they're going to be, uh, then they would be unblocked. Okay? So those are people that you have chosen to block. Notifications. Uh, enable Skype for Windows desktop alerts. When people come online, go offline, start an IM with me, send me a video message, send me a file, request my contact details, leave me a voice message, has a birthday, sends me contact, sends me a message, recording a video message or sharing screen. So this is all options that are under the notification settings. Calls. Do I want to be able to allow anyone to call me or allow uh, only allow people in my contact list to call me? Okay. So again, we had that in another screen, so it's kind of like another spot. That's the call settings. That's a little bit different, uh, but it's similar to what we talked about before. Call forwarding. Answer your Skype calls no matter where you are with call forwarding. So keep in mind, you're going to need Skype credit in order to do this or have a subscription to forward your calls from Skype. Also be mindful that if you're forwarding calls from Skype to somewhere else, you may incur other charges from your um, carrier or wherever you're forwarding to because you may have to actually pay for airtime minutes. So just be cognizant of that. Voice messages. When you're away from Skype, callers can leave a message or be forwarded to a phone number or another Skype account. So you can actually um, set up something called uh, the default uh, voice message. So the default voice the message. The person whom you're trying to reach is currently unavailable. Please leave a message after the beep. Now you can actually record your own uh, message by hitting the record button. And so this way you can customize your, like, your voicemail. Start recording of a message. If I do not answer within 15 seconds, I'm already in a call or I reject an incoming call. So that's how that works. Um, if a call forwarding is on, calls will be sent first to the phone number you entered. If there's no answer, calls will be recorded as a voice message. Pretty easy, pretty simple.
Video settings, we talked about that. I am an SMS. Uh, I, I, am, I am settings first. Anyone in my list. So notice we talked about that place before. Well, this is just another place where you can change that setting. Remember, we had that before in the general. Well, it also has it here. They made it two places. So you can just go right to where you want to go and, 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 change that, uh, and change that option. So I am settings, allow IMs from anyone, peel my contact list, keep history. Press control V will quote copied message. Uh, paste message is plain text, or press enter will send message or insert a line break. So if some people don't want enter to send the message, they just want it to do a line break and then hit send. Uh, so that's important. I am appearance, compact chat, regular chat view, show advanced text formatting, show timestamps, change the font, and then we have advanced. Use Skype to call um, links on the web if you have that as an install. Use Skype to call telephone links on the web or use Skype in the taskbar while I'm signed in. Use Skype watermark during calls. Help improve Skype and quality by sending data to Microsoft. Automatic updates. So right now, by default, automatic updates is on, and it will always prompt you and let you know when there's a new version of Skype so that Skype can actually uh, be more efficient and actually give you better call quality. Connection. So under connection, we have default port, which it uses is 3004. And then it uses ports 80 and 443 for additional incoming connections. You can set up automatic proxy, if you, uh, which is by default. You don't have to change it. And UPnP is on by default. Hotkeys, you can actually set up or enable shortcuts. They have to be enabled. So, for example, answer call, the altered page. I, I find these to be a little bit of a waste of time, but if you want to use them, you can enable them. I find it just as easy to just click on it than having to remember or use these shortcuts. But they're here for you. And then we have, of course, the accessibility feature for enable accessible mode. If I enable accessible mode, uh, then I have uh, making it more accessible, such as like, I don't want to say handicap accessible, but it makes Skype easier to use for those uh, that may have hard times uh, using a computer, so it makes it more accessible. So that's pretty much how that works. I'm going to get and kick cancel. If I had saved, it would have saved my settings. So Skype, we talked about privacy. So privacy actually will bring you right into that same place, right into the privacy settings. So a lot of these menus here, like when I went into Skype, and then when I write into right to where it said change sounds, notice it brought me to the same menu, but it just brought me to the sounds menu. Okay? So when I went to privacy, it just brought me to the privacy part. So that's all it's really doing. Um, then you have something that says my account. Here's where I actually can manage my Skype account. Um, I can manage, uh, for example, um, what I want to do uh, in my account. I can manage... Uh, if there's any Microsoft account linked, any Facebook account linked, if you want to do that, you can do that. And it directs you to a web page. Enter your mood or message. Let people know about it. You can change your picture. Add your mobile number, your home number, your office number, uh, things like that. It tells you about your Skype credit. You can click there to buy Skype credit, or you can also get a subscription. Now, a little bit about subscriptions because we were talking about subscriptions. So subscriptions with Skype are pretty interesting because you pick what you want. And then you basically pay for that monthly, quarterly. For example, if you wanted to have an incoming number, it's like $18 uh, for three months to get a, uh, a Skype phone number, which is a, a number that other people can call you on from their cell phone or from their home or from Skype. But remember, if you're just doing calls from within Skype, you don't need to have a Skype phone number. That's typically if you just want to communicate with people uh, that are not using Skype and you want them to be able um, 
to get to you very easily and, uh, of course, very simply. And it looks like we're in time for another break, so you stay right where you are, and we'll be back after this quick break. Have data that needs to be destroyed? Don't take a chance. Let the experts at the JMore Connection completely destroy and eliminate your data. For over 15 years, JMore has been helping companies all over New Jersey with data security, destruction, and IT needs. Call 877-767-5667. JMore meets federally mandated data disposal policies. Call 877-767-5667 now. Welcome back, everyone. So we're going through Skype, moving through it rather quickly. There's so much in Skype. But I'm just trying to give you a high-level overview and get you comfortable so that you'll want to use Skype. So you can uh, change your password right from the Skype drop-in menu. You can sign out. If you sign out, um, you'll no longer be able to um, receive um, calls or uh, communications. Uh, in fact, the only thing that will work is your forwarding calls if you have forwarding set up because that will always work when you exit Skype. But remember, you do have to have a subscription or a plan to be able to use that. So you have contacts. Conversation, call, view, tools, and help. So in context, you can click on where it says add contact. I can search site directly or save a phone number. I also can come to the top where it says contacts, and this is really handy. I can just type what I want, and I can literally from that top I can find what I'm looking for. So that's really easy, really, really simple, and you can see the picture. You can see their name. Um, it'll have anything with that as long as their profile is public. So just be careful. If you don't want to have a public pro public profile, then that means somebody can't find you. But if your profile is public, they can find you. Most people that set up a Skype account don't want other people to find them. And if they want friends and family to find them, they'll just tell them what their Skype name is. And that's how to work. And they'll avoid any type. I don't want to say it's spam, but in the Skype world, it's still spam. I guess we kind of call it like, uh, I don't know, sky, sky spam or something because you can still get spam in Skype. And um, it's a little bit different. It's just people bombarding you with all these different messages from uh, texting, uh, could be calling you, video chatting you. And again, it's very rude, but people on the internet are sometimes rude. <laughs> so we have closed. Now, if you close Skype, you're not signing out of Skype, but when you close Skype, you've actually just closed it, but you're actually still signed in. So next time when you log in, even though you are out of Skype, you just didn't sign out of it. So that's a little bit different. But Skype, the program is not running, but you're not actually. So next time you start it, uh, it'll actually just bring you back and you won't have to re-sign in. So we can create things like we can do, for example, like we can create new groups. If you wanted to create a new group, we can, we can do that really, really easy. We can show, uh, we can actually show Outlook contacts if we wanted to do that. And um, so the nice thing about that is that you can actually add information right from your Outlook contacts uh, right here, and you can actually call people. Uh, I think this is pretty neat. So if you have a whole bunch of names, but keep in mind if they don't have any uh, numbers, um, you're not going to be able to call them. So again, that's right under contacts, toggle or turn on and off. Uh, your Skype contacts. You can sort your contacts. So you have contact lists. You can go to all. You can do Skype, online, new list, or you can create a brand new list. And then you have the new list right there, and you can just add right to that list. You can also click on the trash can, and I'll ask if you want to delete it. Moving through here. So we've got show outload. We should have uh, sort contacts by name or by online status. Hide contacts who are offline. Hide contacts who are offline with call forwarding or haven't shared contact details. 
So that's totally up to you what you what you want to do there. Uh, advanced. Do you want to back up context to a file, restore context from profile, or manage block contacts? Okay. Remember, the add people works the same way the search does. You search the person, you click add, and now they're in your contacts. But keep in mind, if the person is not doesn't have a public is in public, then they'll have to request their contact information, and they'll have to uh, accept or deny. And if they accept, then um, you um, you'll be in their group. And um, if you have it on your end, you'll have to accept them. Just because they accept you doesn't mean that uh, you've accepted them. Okay. So block, if we want to block someone, we can click on block. And then all we do is, uh, so are you sure you want to block this person? Now, you also have an option to report abuse. If the person's been abusive, uh, if they've been threatening to you, if they've been harassing you, you can actually not only block them, but you can report them um, to Skype, and they will take action uh, and investigate the situation. So that's really important there. We have a find option, which just looks like the search. We have an add to favorites option. We have an add to list. And then we have the closed conversation. So if we click close conversation, it just closes the conversation. If there's a box open for that. So if there were, let's say, text chat boxes open, we would close the conversation. So you're probably saying, John, where's the phone? Good question. So at the very top of Skype, you'll notice you have a little home button. Next to that, you have a little thing that looks like a little bit of a touchpad there. It's uh, supposed to be phone numbers. And when you touch that, you actually get your phone. The, the one to the right, create a new conversation anyone can join. And the last one is add a new bot to your contact list. So you're probably saying to me, okay, so you can do things uh, like basically search for certain information, and the bot will come back and forth, and uh, it can find certain information. So the bot will have access to uh, your display name and a chat message or content that you offer. Uh, so that's important. It's uh, what you can do with this bot. A lot of them you can send instant messages. Add the bot to group chats, send files and photos and mojos, etc. Now, if I click on call mobiles, and uh, you notice you get the little uh, thing here. Now, I'm just going to dial a number here, 800, and I'm just going to dial. I'm going to call 3411, and I'm going to hit enter. I dial the number, and then I'm going to go over here, and I'm going to. I'm going to go ahead and dial, and the way you dial is on the right side, you have a clear number, you have a call, and then you have a write SMS. So if it was a cell phone, you could write an SMS to that. If I click call, you will see your picture on the screen if it's there, and you'll see their picture. So now I can hit the little, uh, I can hit the little uh, uh, buttons there, which looks like a telephone keypad, and I actually could dial if I had to dial and hit other buttons. So I just want to show you how easy that is to make a phone call. Now, if I wanted to call, let's just say, for example, I wanted to call, I don't know, I'm going to go back here to uh, phone calls, and I'm going to dial, uh, I'm actually going to dial our office. Now, the nice thing about this is that you used to have to have Ringing. You hear the ringing? Okay. Thank you for reaching out to the Jay Moore Connection. Okay. So the nice thing about that is that I actually did not have to worry about using 
any of my credits uh, for the account because when I call a landline, okay, uh, it is actually – it's free. Okay, they've actually changed that. That's something new that they've changed. But if I did go to call, let's say, a cell phone, then I would have been um, – I definitely would have been charged. And I need to have – and I also need to have credits if I'm going to do texting, like we call it SMS, short message sending. And uh, so you have the text box at the very bottom where you can, uh, you can SMS a certain phone number. But if I was in a chat with somebody, then I could type a message, and it would be just like I was typing to them. Um, if I was to point at the bottom, you'll notice you have send message, you have send file, you have send a video message, you have send contacts, insert emoticon or emoji, and then the last one you have is send. So you can pick the emoji you want. Uh, they added some new that I thought was neat. Now they added one. It looks like they just added one for the Olympics, which I think is kind of neat. Uh, they added the uh, looks like the gold, silver, and bronze, which is uh, definitely nice. Didn't see that before, so uh, kudos to Microsoft for doing that. That's something brand new. And again, I just wanted to let you know how that works. So again, you can make uh, you can make your calls uh, very very easy. Um, but I want you to understand that when you make calls. It's very important to understand that certain calls, okay, so calls to the United States, okay, for example, um, certain numbers that you call, okay, let's say it's 2.3 cents a minute. If you're going to call like mobile numbers, they're going to charge you call mobile numbers. Now, if I was to call an 800 number, I am not charged anything at all, okay? Now, there was some talk that Microsoft was actually going to um, give you free. They weren't going to charge you to call, like, local numbers. And I just checked this out now, and I had some credits in there. And it did charge me for calling the office, which it wasn't supposed to do. So it looks like they're not really uh, going to change that right now. So you're still not going to be charged for 800 numbers and things like that. But if you want to call any kind of number, which was supposed to be changed, um, they're still charging you. So uh, I thought that was kind of interesting because on the one side it said they weren't going to charge you, and now they are. So you can have subscriptions for $2.99 a month. I know we talked about this in, in the other uh, teaser show. So you can sign up for different types of plans. Um, you can go on the website, and depending on what country you want to call, et cetera, and go right from there. So, again, Skype is a very easy multimedia tool to allow you to communicate and collaborate with other people from all around the world. Now, the thing you'll notice about Skype is that when you use it, the call quality actually will try to get better each time. However, when you're calling overseas, what you're going to find is that a lot of the networks over there, unfortunately, they have lots of issues. And because they have issues, um, the system tends to go down and it has nothing to do with us here in the United States. It's just that their Internet is not very reliable in a lot of parts overseas, not everywhere. And it's just interesting to, to note this because it's not a very high-demanding bandwidth program, but we take for granted that our Internet works so great in the U.S., and it really works well. In some parts of Europe, you're lucky it even works. I mean, there's some places that the Internet goes down every single day at a certain time so they can do maintenance on it. I mean, I think that's just, like, preposterous. But anyway, don't get me started. So you can do things like views. So you can set up things like uh, view contacts. You can view 
uh, recent, which are all the numbers that I called recently. I can go to contacts, I can go to compact side view, or I can see my contacts, and then I can see my number on the, on the right if I want to do that. Um, I can go to Skype home, okay, if I want to do that. I can show my profile if I want to show my profile. Um, I can show call phone, so I can pick the ones that I want. I can say split window view, which is kind of neat. So you get your um, you get your phone on the right, and then you get your Skype kind of like your messaging system on the right. Uh, that's kind of how that works. Uh, I'll take off the, uh, the 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 single. I'll go back to single window view, which I think tend to work. It tends to work a lot better. Uh, the, the compact view, um, I mean, it's okay. Uh, you could turn compact view on or you could turn compact view off. Uh, that's up to you. So if I go back here to contacts um, and if I go back here to view and I go back to compact sidebar view, then you can see that it kind of makes it narrows it down a little bit. Um, again, you can also go down there and you can go to where it says call phones and then you'll have your little uh, phone thing on the right. Now, notice you won't actually have a keypad there. But you can actually just dial the number right from your laptop or your computer, or you can hit little call button, and it will go ahead and uh, call those people very easily and very simply. Now, what's nice about Skype that's changed? Remember, I told you we were going to talk about uh, paid versus non-paid Skype. Okay, so this is where it gets great. We've talked about how to use it. We talked about how to set up privacy. So there's paid Skype versus free Skype. Now. There is no more premium Skype anymore. So those days are over. And what did premium Skype give you? Well, it gave you the ability to have a video chat with more than one person. Now you can video chat with several people, and it's free with regular Skype. The only thing you have to pay for in Skype world is if you want to make phone calls, if you need a subscription or you want to buy credits, and then you also would need to pay if you want to have, let's say, a Skype phone number. And you can pick one right in your town, and uh, you can pick the city. And basically what happens is they'll usually tell you what's available, and they'll let you pick the one you want. And that's pretty much it. They'll ask you what, you, what the exchange, what exchange you want in that area. They won't let you pick the number, but they'll let you pick, like, the exchange and tell you where they have numbers available. So that's just in paid versus free Skype. So the question probably comes in, I'm sure a lot of you have this question, is, you know, how is it that, you know, how does how does Skype work? Because I I find Skype to be confusing, and and I hear you. I, I understand how you could say that Skype can be confusing because uh, yes, there is definitely um, how can I say there's definitely there's definitely a lot of stuff uh, in Skype, and but the thing about Skype that's nice is that it, it's really really very very easy uh, to use. It's it, it's extremely extremely easy, and if you have a camera, like I said, you can you can uh, you can use your, you can have your camera work very, very easy, uh, very, very simple. You can use your camera, and uh, I think, I think you'll find Skype to be um, a great help to you. You can actually drag your contacts right to the drag contact area under favorites, and then they'd be in your favorites. So we have bots, which is new. Uh, the other nice thing about Skype is that under the um, the tools area, we have we could change our language. And there's several languages now, thanks to Microsoft, that are supported from English to Dutch to Chinese, Japanese, all the different ones. We can also go to Skype Wi-Fi. And if you're connected to the Internet, Skype Wi-Fi lets you go online at public Wi-Fi spots. 
in over a million locations, and you can do public Wi-Fi like make phone calls just like you would off your phone. Keep in mind that if you don't have unlimited data, that you are going to be paying for this if you're using it as an app on your phone. So under Tools and Options, what does Tools and Options do? Brought us the same place when we went over here to Skype and we went over here to Pro Privacy. It brought us into that, that, that menu, right? And in addition to bringing us into that menu, it did something else. It dropped us into privacy settings. Well, if we go to Tools and Options, notice it brings us to that same menu. And if I click Privacy, I'm just like right where I was before. So those other things just kind of brought us shortcuts to where we want to be. But I think, you know, in, in the long and short, once you get to use this, you're probably just going to want to go right in and just figure out where you want to go and just go to that area. General, privacy, um, notifications, calls, IMSMS, advanced, um, very, very easy, very, very simple to use. And, again, you can call from people, from one person to another person, and there's never a charge to call from computer to computer. That's, that's really great. And, again, setting up an account with Skype, it's completely free. So the question you probably want to know is, who's using Skype? Families are using Skype. Businesses are using Skype. It is a free platform that you can collaborate with. You can send files. You can... Um, chat with people, you can video chat with people, talk with people. And again, the quality is pretty clear. I mean, you just heard from before um, how it sounds. And I think if you use Skype in the right manner, you're going to find that it's going to save you a lot of time. And I know time is money, so it's definitely going to save you money. You will have to invest some money into a camera if you don't have a camera. And if you're going to use it for business, it's going to be well worth it. If you just bought one of those new 40 or 60-inch screen TVs and you're going to be using – you have the Skype app on there and you want to use it, uh, I'm sure you're going to find it well worth it uh, to have your Skype account. And the nice thing about it is that you know Microsoft uh, from a very long time ago you – know, I'm not sure if you, if you will remember this, but um, they created Win the Windows 10 platform. So the users would have a single experience. So basically, if you were on, let's say a, um, uh, let's say a mobile device, or you were on your laptop and it was a Microsoft device, it was going to have that single experience. So you wouldn't have to learn different um, uh, looks and feels, basically. So that's that's pretty important to understand is that single experience on all devices and that's and that's pretty much you know why microsoft uh did what they did and you know as, as we talk about all this you know we talk about security and everything um there is a uh device okay and it's pretty important to know on the network that is going to be responsible for controlling traffic uh based on a previous set of rules and that's a firewall and that's important to know too so <clears throat> when you're setting up these different software packages sometimes you're gonna get a message saying gee do you want me to add this rule to the firewall? And you would say yes. And if something doesn't work, you may have to go into your firewall and add a rule. And that's how, how that would work. So, you know, you know that I will tell you, 9 out of 10 people I talk to don't even know what Skype is. In fact, somebody asked me the other day what Skype is, and they weren't sure if it was something uh, that they put on their salad or if it was some new way that they could actually fly cheaper using an airline. I said, no, it's neither of those. It's a, it's a free app. 
and a program you can download. It's been around for a long time. Microsoft just bought them out about a year or two ago, and it's a free collaboration platform with a few caveats, right? So imagine being able to call overseas, not unlimited, but you can have plans that make it very, very reasonable. And just like you have limited calls at home, such as the different broadband providers that are providing phone service through your cable, they're doing unlimited calls, they're doing that as well. And what you're going to notice is that you can pretty much tailor a package to what you want very easily, very affordably, and there's no commitment with Skype. The only commitment you have is the $18 if you do the, the three-month, and then if you don't pay, they just disconnect your number. So, again, it's very, very easy. It's very, very simple to use. Uh, my only question I have for you, ladies and gentlemen, is you know about Skype, so why aren't you using it, right? Now, the other nice thing I like is that if you're in a conversation with somebody, you can actually add someone else to that conversation. There's a little plus at the right-hand side, and you can click create a new group. If you click create a new group, you can add people in the group, and then you can actually call that group. So you have a contact group as opposed to just that person. So, again, very, very easy, uh, very, very simple to use. And I think you're going to find Skype. I think you're going to find it very, very easy to use, very, very simple. And I think you're going to know that Skype is very easy. But the last thing I want to show you is something called the Skype Echo Sound Test Service. And the way this works is really easy. So when you launch Skype, uh, it has the Echo Sound Test Service as part of the install. But if you ever forgot it or you add new equipment and something's not working right, you can just uh, search Echo and you go to Echo Sound Test Service. I can click on, click on it, and I can go ahead and call it, and you'll watch how it works. Hello. Welcome to Skype Call Testing Service. After the beep, please record a message. Afterwards, your message will be played back to you. Hi, this is John at the Jaymore Tech Talk Show. We're just showing users how they can use Skype and how the Echo Sound Test Service works. Hi, this is John at the Jaymore Tech Talk Show. We're just showing users how they can use Skype and how the Echo Sound Test Service works. If you are able to hear your own voice, then you have configured Skype correctly. Okay, so you saw how easy that was, right? Really simple, really easy, uh, very, very simple. If you happen to forget your password, no sweat. You can go to Skype.com, put your email in. Um, I am happy to report that Microsoft has actually fixed the issues, but not only does it send to their own emails and corporate emails, they have fixed the issues. So emails actually come through to people that have AOL accounts as well. So for a long time, they were saying that there was an issue, it was in your spam folder, that wasn't that they were having issues sending to AOL. They fixed that. It works really, really great. And um, you can reset your password in minutes. And I think that's a pretty good uh, synopsis of, you know, what Skype's about. So, you know, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have found tonight's show interesting. You know, we're on our 30th episode. Uh, we've got so many things happening. And, um, you know, we definitely thank you for all your likes, your shares, um, your, um, your tweets, and, um, you know, everything you, you're doing for us. 
We hope that you really like the show and that you tell your friends and your family about it and your colleagues and associates so we can make this show better. Um, you do know that you can call us during the show um, at 646-787-1582. Um, so to kind of wrap up tonight, I, we've talked about Skype. It is a free program you can use. You don't have to worry about Skype having viruses on it. It's a great program, very easy to use. It has free updates. And, you know, most of all, the thing I like about it is you turn it on and it just works. <laughs> um, the only problem you'll ever have with Skype is if you get a camera, it's like a knockoff camera and it's not a name brand camera, it may not recognize well with your laptop or your computer, and that could be a slight issue. So the question, I guess, comes is, you know, what are the different types of Skype that you can have? Well, we already talked about business. We talked a little bit about rates, okay? Um, you know, you can go and you can, we can, you can buy Skype credit. So Skype credit, for example, costs right now, uh, you can buy $10 or you can buy $25 of Skype credit. If I wanted to, let's say, call, I'm just going to put Italy in here for just for right now. And if I click on Italy... Um, I can get Skype credit for $0.10 cents a minute uh, to mobiles, and Italy landlines, $0.2.3. Cents. That's pretty cheap. I can also get Italy for 400 minutes to mobiles and landlines, pay monthly, cancel anytime, call mobiles and landlines in Italy for $6.99 a month. That's not too bad, is it? So, you know, uh, a lot better. I mean, if you, if you, take, if you actually take that uh, and, you know, you were, to, you were to factor that out, you'll see that, Six six dollars and ninety nine cents by four hundred. Uh, you're going to see that uh, your price there is point uh, zero one uh, seven. Okay, so uh, definitely a lot cheaper than doing that ten cents and the two point three cents Skype credit. So I hope that you have found. Uh, I hope that you found again this the show to be. Uh, very useful and, of course, educational. Um, and it looks like we're just about at the top of our hour. So before I get knocked by Brian, I'm going to bid you guys a great evening. Please like us, share us, tell us, your friends, associates, everyone you know about the Jay Moore Tech Talk Show. We really appreciate your support, and we thank you for helping us uh, continue to put this show together. Of course, we always thank you for your ideas, your comments, and your suggestions. You can always reach out to our office during the week, uh, 973-394-1000, or toll-free, 877-767-1667. I know, Brian, i got to get going, and we'll talk to you next Monday night at 11 p.m. Eastern. Have a great week, everyone. From all of us at the Jaymore Connection Incorporated, we'd like to thank you for listening tonight and invite you to join us again next Monday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Be sure to tell your friends and associates about the Jaymore Radio Show. And call in live. Be sure to call us early next time so you can get on air too. The Jaymore Connection. We're engineering technology to grow your business. And you can chat with us right now at jmor.com or call us at 800-208-5155. Thanks so much for stopping by and have a great night.